My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the Six Figure Podcast Rebels podcast. My guest today is John Papaloni, a serial entrepreneur who has gone through many of the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. John is currently the CEO of Papaloni Media and Papaloni Capital with an active real estate license. He helps aspiring entrepreneurs and real estate agents build systems and platforms to get them to the next level. So this is going to be a great conversation today. I love talking with uh, with entrepreneurs that uh, you know that have found that podcasting really is in a new and interesting way to get leads and to create a platform. So thank you so much for joining me, John. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm absolutely stoked about the show. Yeah. So do me a favor. Tell me a little bit about. Who you are? There was, a, you know, there was a lot of a uh, lot of accolades in there. You know, current real estate, uh, a current real estate agent, you know, and also you have this media company, you know, and, and uh, you know what it sounds like an investment company. Tell me a little bit about who you are and what makes you so amazing. Absolutely. Well, it starts off with this. I've had my real estate agent, uh, agent, real estate license for about the last seven years. And, you know, naturally with everything, there's progress, right? And, you know, nobody woke up and said, I want to be a real estate agent, right? Like they kind of something we just fall into. Now, my parents were landlords and that's kind of how I took interest in the real estate business. And it's one of those things that I think it's time for me to start, uh, you know, building my, not my exit, but more of you know, what's next? Because there's only a certain point where you're going to do the certain thing and you can't scale. So I'm at the point where I either build a bigger team and just keep growing in the team or I get into a different venture. And I'm thinking to myself, what excites me most? And one of my big ventures before was I had a media business and a marketing business, should I say, in the past. And that was an eight-figure business. And I sold that. And it's been enough time. So I'm interested in the marketing and the media. And I mean, look, I'm on podcasts. I'm on it all day long. And I like teaching people, like, you know, helping them. And I'm kind of losing interest on the whole, you know, like, hey, buy a house. There's granite counters on the, You know what I mean? I'm, I'm looking at it more through the investment perspective. So I keep my license really right now. Now, A, because I have active clients that, you know, that are repeat, but I don't really push it too much. I'm using it more for my own business where I can find my own deals, my own acquisitions, and I can see things before they get there. That's really the only reason. That's my main reason for keeping it. Uh, my main focus is my investments and my media company. Um, with all the rising interest rates and everything, I've put a pause on my investments and not where I stopped, but I'm sort of on the outlook, you know, looking on the lookout. Like I'm just trying to, uh, you know, not time the market because I tell people never time the market, but uh, investors are hesitant. And the way I work is that I put in money and I take money from investors and, and we both collaborate together and purchase you know, multiple units and, and feed off the rents. That, that's the whole concept of that. So people, it's ways for people to invest with me versus trying to do it on their own or me trying to do it on my own. We do it like a joint venture. So that's the whole concept behind that. 
Um, investors are a little bit nervous and they're kind of trying to watch. And I personally think that the market's going to come down a few steps, you know, over the next few months. I think we might have a little bit of a blip in the fall where it goes up a little just because of the hype. But then I think in November, December, it'll kind of start dropping again. And I think it'll plateau and flatten out by spring, which is when I'm going to be back on the hunt for that. Now, in the meantime, I'm working on my media business and growing that, which is, as you said, helping other agents, mortgage brokers, small businesses, and helping them build their profile. And I think podcasting is a remarkable way to start building your uh, brand because it produces so many avenues through the podcast that you can use for content, right? So one of the things I do, as an example, I'll record a 30-minute podcast or an hour podcast, then I'll, and I'll record it with video. So then I'll take that one hour podcast and I'll chop it up into 15 to 20 pieces of content. And I can redistribute that through social media platforms. While I post the video on YouTube, I post the audio on the audio platform. So whichever one people use, whether they're on Apple, Spotify, it really doesn't matter. It goes on all of them. So you have both the audio, you have the video, and then you have little clips of key components that go throughout my social media. That's great. What a great explanation for everything. But let me, so you really talked about a couple of things that were interesting here. And I think the biggest thing for me was the idea of scaling, right? Because yes. as an active real estate agent, there are only so many deals that you can work on at a time. There are yes. only so many, you know, you can build a team, you can build an office, but at the end of the day, it still centers around you, right? And what happens is that that is still a limiting factor if everything is built around John, right? Talk to me a little bit about, you know, like what's the best way that you've seen so far to create success for a long-term type business, not just like you said, uh, real estate agents timing the market or investors trying to figure out what's the best, uh, what's the best next acquisition. How does that look in your world? Well, that's the thing, right? The more you can scale, the big, more things you can build. Like it's usually nothing's done alone. Let's be straight, right? Nobody can build anything by themselves. So the idea is to get key people on your team that will keep pushing. And it goes, and the more people that are on your team, the wider it grows, the bigger it goes. You have to have great team members that you can rely on and trust because you can't do everything. There's going to be a lot of delegating. You know, somebody has the, everyone, there's always one person with the concept and idea. And then there's everybody else that helps execute it because execution is top because you can have, you can talk about ideas and strategies all day long, but if nobody takes any action, it's kind of useless. So with that being said, once the idea is taken, everyone has a role and everyone has to contribute. And without everyone being on the same page and the team working in sync, there's absolutely zero way to grow. Now, I mean, your, your, your podcast is called Six Figure, right? And I'm going to be, I came from an eight figure business. And I'm on the, you know, like I said, ups and downs and I'm on the regrind, you know, rebuild and I'm in the six figures and I don't like it. I can't scale it to this level I want to without being at the eight figure. So it's a matter of getting back there. And if you do it once, do it twice, you can do it a third. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. And now again, I'm a patient person. So my strategy comes with a plan and I adjust the plan as it goes along and I am very patient so I can wait for the outcomes. I'm not, you know, nothing is Instagram. You don't just load up your Instagram account and boom, you, you know, you're, you're down to six figures in one day, seven figures the next day. It's a long process. And it's a little by little, you know, repeated steps, consistent repeated steps with small gains each day that compound together to make the big outcome. 
You know, it's really interesting that you say that because there are multiple ways and modalities that people use to grow their podcasts and in turn grow their businesses. What are some of the ways that you've uh, that you've played around with that uh, to help you monetize and grow your podcast? Okay, really for me, I use the podcast solely for branding. I do not sell anything on my podcast. I use it as a form of education. And one of the things I do to help scale it and build it is I have different guests who also share it on their you know, platforms. I, I, I promote it as well. I advertise. I mean, I spend a good, I would say... I would say I spend a good four to $600 a month, a minimum to promote the podcast. If I have something really, really good, I'll put even more money into it. So I'm in the building. I'll sponsor events. I'll uh, get out there. Like everything I have will, all my marketing materials promote the podcast as well. So with that being said, and then on top of that, there is some organic in there, but that's a minor portion. I mean, if you focus on our all organic today, you're going to go way too slow. You'll never get there. But it's the fact that I'm educating and teaching people and having multiple guests on the podcast that is all contributing as well as, uh, you know, hey, you're, I'm doing a flyer just say for my uh, real estate. Why not post a, you know, post a little section that says, hey, want to get more information? Check out my podcast. Right. I do. Uh, I have a real estate Q&A biweekly every second Thursday. I'm having another program on a Friday coming up for the following week kind of thing. So it's like one week is the real estate Q&A, one week is a marketing Q&A, right? So they're kind of overlapping, but not overlapping. So it's different shows that people can tune into, different things that people can plan out. Again, it goes back to what I said, the key part and key component is going to be the consistency because not everyone's going to show up in the beginning and not everyone's going to show up to every show. So as long as you're consistent, everyone knows, oh, Thursday, it's Q&A, let's go. Oh, Friday, marketing questions, let's go. So, and you'll get a variety of um, clientele over time. And then my proof that it's working is that I routinely, we're talking about at least four to five days of the seven days a week, I'll be out somewhere, whether it's the grocery store, coffee shop, uh, restaurant or whatever. I'll have someone I've never met come up to me and ask me, hey, are you John Papaloni? Oh, hey, are you the, you know, are you the real estate agent with Royal Page Signature or something like that? They may not remember everything I said, but they remembered a key component and they attached it to my face. So when they see me, that's what they think about. Amazing. But let me ask you something. What do you wish was, was easier? when you come to podcasting. And, you know, one of the things I find is that, you know, if you go to the university of YouTube, right. You know, there are a bunch of people that are going to tell you, Oh yeah, you could start this from your phone. You could start this, uh, you know, with no money down, you can create a platform. And while yes, that is true. Right. I, one of the things I found is, you know, if you want to create a, if you want to create a quality show, you need to put a little bit of effort into it, right? You need to put a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of gear and it doesn't need to be a lot, right? It doesn't need to be this overwhelming. You don't need to set up a sound studio. Definitely. You don't need to set up, uh, you know, all these cool backgrounds and you really don't necessarily need, you know, like a tremendous or great presence. I mean, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm no Joe Rogan. I'm not, um, Spotify is not coming to buy my show, you know, anytime soon. Right. But we do create, you know, top level podcasts and, you know, we care deeply about our, you know, our audience on your side. What are some of the things that you wish were easier when it came to creating, uh, creating content in this medium and getting it out into the open? Ah, uh, well, 
you know, I kind of agree with the statement that start off with your iPhone as an example. I kind of agree with that, but don't stay there long. And the reason I say that is because if you just get used to doing it with your iPhone, you'll just have excuses of why not to progress because you got an iPhone and it's working, right? Now, I, I say start with the iPhone only for one reason, because I know if people are waiting for the equipment, then they're going to just sit there and wait and not start. And then eventually it falls by the wayside and they forget um, because people are creatures of habit. So I want people to start right away because they'll form the habit of being there every week. So first three shows, sure, use your iPhone. Get, you get paid from work, get paid from wherever. First thing you do, buy a quality mic because people care about the audio more than they care about the video. Because not everybody will watch you, but if they can't hear you, your message is kind of moot. So audio is most important. And that's why I say invest in a quality mic, then progress to the, to the camera. Um, like you said, the background is relevant. You could uh, decorate it as you go. Just the consistency is the key part. What I wish was easier was the editing part. I can't stand editing, which is why I'm going to start farming a lot of that out. Um, again, you don't have to in the beginning. Most of my shows are live, so they're not even edited. Um, the ones that are pre-recorded, some are, some are not. Uh, and again, the most important is the consistency and just being out there. But again, you know what? And the reason the editing is key, we'll give you an example. TikTok is uh, vertical. Um, YouTube is horizontal. Now, you're not going to record the same message 50 times. So sometimes the way you record it and edit it is the difference between each platform. You could just put your horizontal across each platform, but it's not as effective as it is when you edit it. Again, sometimes I do. Sometimes I just put the horizontal on all of them and just say it's better out there than not at all. But sometimes I'll go out and edit it and I'll shape it for the platform. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. John, where can people find you online and how can they reach out to you directly? Absolutely. You can find me on uh, Instagram just by looking up my name, Instagram.com slash John Papaloni. It's J-O-H-N-P-A-P-A-L-O-N-I. Or even just go to my uh, website, papalonimedia.com. Amazing. John, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a lot of fun. I love talking thank to you. podcasters about this and ways that, uh, you know, you can grow your business. And I really appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Thank you for having me. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.